Hello, welcome to Sift Tea with Allie, and today I wanted to do something fun and lighthearted. Honestly, this week has been very trashy, um, just very stressful, and I've had a lot of really low moments this week, but I thought it would be interesting to do something really fun and random and just kind of have a nice, casual, fun conversation with you guys. So I thought that it would be interesting to start off with Would You Rather because I feel like there's a lot that I can do with Would You Rather because I think it'd be interesting to explain why I would pick this answer. I feel like it tells a lot about a person when you play Would You Rather. So the first question is, would you rather live in the city or live in the countryside? I let Let me explain. So when I was little, I wanted to live in the country. Um, And then when I got older, I wanted to live in the city. I was like, yes, that's the life, you know? Um, I guess I just romanticized the whole, I guess, just idea of New York. And I was like, oh, there's Broadway. There's all these really cool buildings and museums. And there's just so much to do. But then I realized that I mean, it's all just romanticized. It's not even really good at all. Like, the city life sounds like it sucks. And what I have experienced of, like, actual cities, um, I just don't like it, you know? It's just, it's just not good. Um, So I personally would want to live in the countryside. Um, It's kind of interesting because when I was little, I wanted to live in the countryside and then I changed my mind. I wanted to live in the city. And then now I'm like, no, like countryside all the way. Um, and I was literally talking with some friends the other day and we were saying how we want to like buy a bunch of land after college and stuff together. And we want to like build our own houses. And like after, you know, we all get married and do all, you know, that we want to do, like um, we'll come and live on that land and like we'll raise our kids together and we'll like you know homeschool them together and then we're gonna um you know like raise cattle and um I want to raise sheep and chickens so I mean people can get eggs for me we thought it would be kind of fun to be like oh no dang it I'm out of honey oh, I'll exchange some honey for, you know, eggs, blah, blah, blah. I just think that would be, like, really cool. Um, And, like, the three of us were talking about how just we wish we could, like, have that life now. And I think it's so interesting how we all were kind of wanting that. Um, And I was like, guys, we need to, like, actually buy land and, like, make this happen. I'm serious. (laughs) So you know, maybe in a few years from now, that's where I'll be. Um, I don't know. I just think it would be really cool to live in a cute little cottage in the countryside and, you know, with my own family and, you know, be able to make fun memories, unique memories, you know. And because, like, I know I want my kids to, like, experience the great outdoors, and adventure, and just being childlike, and I want them to 
be as children as long as they can be children, if you know what I mean. Like, I don't want them to have this desire to grow up like I did. Um, I want them to be able to, I guess, just kind of live life and just find so much joy in the littlest things, whether that's making homemade jam or um, playing outside and, you know, collecting sticks. I don't know. Like, there's just something so beautiful over the fact that children can find so many things so fascinating, and I personally wish that, like, I could be a child again and experience that because honestly I didn't let myself experience that enough but when I did you know it felt good I always enjoyed it um and I feel like that's something that I want my kids to be able to experience one day so countryside guys that's where I'll be um the next question would be um would you rather have incredible strength or be incredibly fast Honestly, I would love to be incredibly fast, and those who know me will know that I am slow. I am a very slow person. Um, I am a perfectionist. I like to take my time with things. So I always, like, will start an assignment way before I need to. So let's say I've given a month on the big assignment. I'm going to finish it the day after I find out I have to do this. I'm not going to wait, and I'm going to, like, come up with some sort of plan Um, And I might procrastinate a little bit along the way, but I try to have it all done by like several days before it's due. So that way, if something happens and I need to redo it or if I need to like do all this kind of stuff, tweak it up or whatever, I can. That's usually how I roll. I mean, recently, that's not how I'm rolling. Um, I'm just kind of like YOLO. Um, Because if you're in high school for, you know, a certain amount of time, you're just kind of like, I don't care anymore. (laughs) Um, that's how I'm feeling right now. Also, second semester does that to you. But I don't know. Like, I guess it's just being good with my time. But I do take a lot of time to do certain things. Um, I'm a slow reader. Um, I've been trying to get better at reading faster. But honestly, not working much. Um, I've been able to accomplish a lot with audiobooks because I'm really good at multitasking and it could just be because um, I'm pretty sure I have ADD, Um, but I wasn't like professionally like diagnosed or anything, but there was a lot of stuff where um, somebody was like, yeah, I think you might have ADD and I was like, yeah, I would not be surprised. I think it runs in our family. Um, You just can't sit still. And... I know that I get that from my dad for sure because our idea of resting is usually doing something productive but like for him it wouldn't be doing work it would be doing like you know work for his job instead it would be doing like work like some sort of project or work around the house type of thing for me like instead my resting wouldn't be school it would be writing or reading or something that I find productive but also relaxing, if you know what I mean. Um, so I guess people like me and my dad and I guess people who probably have ADD struggle with this problem. Um, like, I, I can't sit still when I'm watching a movie. Um, but, and you would think that 
after all this multitasking, I get faster at certain things. No, I'm still just as slow. Um, I've gotten a lot better at reading faster, but still still working on that. Um, I cannot finish a book in a day. I could if I tried. I'm just way too busy and my attention starts to go elsewhere. I start to like wander off in thought and I just can't focus on one thing at once. So even when I'm like reading a book and I want to concentrate like really well, I'll have to have an audiobook. So I have something I can hear and also look at. So in a way, it feels like I'm multitasking, you know what I mean? Um, But I wouldn't say that I'm a naturally fast person when it comes to stuff. So if I had to choose between strength and how fast I'm going to be, like, I would rather be fast than anything because if that means that I can finish this homework assignment that I've been, like, spending hours on, like, if I could finish that quickly, um, that would be great. (laughs) Um, They're probably asking in terms of, like, super speed being, like, the Flash, and honestly, that would be really cool because I have not seen the entire Flash television show, but my mom has seen most of it, and my brother loves it. He's currently watching it at the moment. So I've seen, like, the first few episodes of the first season, if not the whole season, the whole first season, I can't remember. Um, It just got way too stressful for me, and it's not the type of show that I really could watch when I was watching it, because I had always, like, watched TV at nighttime, and I'm like, bad idea. Um, I mean, it was a pretty good show, and it was really interesting to see how they... Like, him being fast looks like it slowed down, if you know what I mean. But really, he's, like, super fast. Um, You know, everything around him is moving, like, super slow. He's just moving super fast. The way that they did it was really interesting. Um, But he could, like, stop things, like, milliseconds before they happened. Um, Like, somebody was about to get shot. Um, He could take the bullet. Um, It was crazy. So, honestly, if that meant that I could, like, protect others and myself and be, like, super fast and have really good instincts, then I would totally pick speed over strength. Um, I'm I'm naturally weak, so it's not like I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm already strong. I don't need that. But I honestly think that speed is more practical, in my opinion. All right, so would you rather fly or be invisible? This is interesting because, honestly... I've I've debated this several times and I know it's a stupid question but when people ask me it I think it's silly but it's like I don't know I used to say be invisible because I guess that was like my angsty um middle school self that was just kind of like nobody loves me (laughs) um no I I guess that might have been one of the reasons why I said invisible I just think it'd be really good because if you were in a situation where someone was looking for you and you had to protect yourself being invisible would be really helpful um and even as a superhero you could hide yourself you know it would make me feel safe honestly um just knowing that I could turn invisible but unless it was kind of like oh you can only turn invisible when this happens then I don't know um and then flying flying would be really cool because I am a big traveler well I haven't traveled out of the country I haven't traveled a ton in my lifetime but I think that just makes me more wonderless than anything 
Um, and it, I have this great desire on my heart to travel. Like, I have all these big plans, and I don't think I'm going to get to, like, any of them. <laughs> um, but, I mean, it's still fun to, to I guess, like, dream about traveling the world one day. So, honestly, flying would be pretty practical if that meant that I could, like, just fly to another country. I mean, I guess I'd need a passport, but... <laughs> I think I'm going to choose flying here because if we're not talking about like if I was a superhero and I'm wanting something practical, I mean both are practical, but I personally, if I was a superhero, I would want to be invisible over being able to fly, but honestly, being able to fly sounds great right now because I'm like, I want to travel, (laughs) but I think with COVID, like traveling is such a pain. Um, visit, would you rather visit the past or visit the future? Now, this is a really good question. I honestly think that it, that this is like the best question on this list so far. Um, visit the past or visit the future? That's a really good question. So I personally would want to visit the past. So I am a big lover of a lot of things in the past. I like to say that I have an old soul, um, because there's a lot of things that I love about certain time periods in the past. Um, I think it would be really cool to go back to... Maybe go back to, like, England during the... I'm going to say, like, the 1700s, 1800s. Um, I just love that era. Um and like the clothing and everything of course it's very romanticized and I mean the middle class families were just kind of like oh yeah we're not that good um which is kind of sad because like that's where I would be in society if I was living at that time um it's just really sad how like a long time ago like especially in France they would like the middle class people even though they had quite a bit of income they were still put so low um and they still couldn't do a lot of stuff in society i just think it's really sad um like they didn't have as much like i don't know they didn't have very many opportunities to do things so i think i i don't know like but there's always bad stuff happening in the past i mean even in the future and now like there's always going to be bad stuff there's always going to be like some sort of you know country rivalry going on or just you know some sort of war going on or um the fear of a war about to happen kind of situation honestly if I could go to any time period in the past I would want to go to post-world war ii um I cannot tell you how much I love the fashion in the 40s and how much I love the music in the 40s entertainment in the 40s um you know, books that take place in the 40s, there's just something about it, um, but not during World War II, guys, no, like, not at all, um, it would be interesting to see where I, what kind of, like, situation I would be in if I was living during World War II, um, kids always thought it was very interesting to learn about the home, like, the home front life, that's one of the reasons why I really liked, learning about Dunkirk because it was really about, you know, how did just average civilians, people who who were on the home front, come and and help people um, that were in need, those those soldiers in need. 
um, during World War II. I just think it's such a beautiful and but also very tragic story as many stories I mean like and actual things that took place in history um, were during World War One and Two, and even during the Cold War there's just there was just a lot of tension and just so much going on um, you know a lack of food all this kind of stuff and if I think about you know, what situation I would be in, like, as a Catholic, that's just like, wow, like, that's insane, because I could have, you know, depending on where I was living, I could have easily been in a concentration camp. I think it's just really crazy to think about how, like, I guess, kind of try to figure out, like, where you would be if you were living in that time period, Um, and I think it's just so consoling to know that like man I don't have to go through that right now and you know I don't have to experience anything like that heart-wrenching in my lifetime I mean I haven't been able to experience anything like that so far um and I hope and pray that our world never has to experience something like it like that again especially because our world definitely doesn't I mean, there's a lot of people that try to overlook the Holocaust or say it didn't happen, but it was it was a real thing. It's very sad, you know. I um, I've read like a, a fiction story on it. I've read, you know, a few accounts of it. I I've had to like watch a video and stuff. I started reading a book, um, but literally could not handle it. It was that bad. Um, just it, it's horrible to read about what happened during the holocaust um and the book i was reading too was like a personal account um so just very very disturbing very very sad and it not only did it affect jews it also affected catholics and and so many other people and it's just very sad um so yeah i would honestly go back to the past but post world war ii <laughs> which also is a bad time because the cold war is about to happen and since I guess because I live in America that would kind of be bad because there's a lot of tension between America and Russia or the Soviet Union so maybe that would be bad (laughs) but I mean nothing happened here really so I'd be pretty safe um but I guess I would go back just because I really like the fashion the style of everything um and I just liked how things were simpler. Like, they, there was still quite a bit of technology, if you know what I mean. Like, they still had radios. They still had television and stuff. But it was kind of, like, it wasn't just easily within your reach, you know what I mean? Because, you know, like, almost everyone had a radio because that was a good form of, tel- like, of entertainment. But, like, not everyone had a television, you know? Not everyone I mean, not everyone had a radio, but I think it just meant, I just think it just meant so much more to people when they were able to watch that show or um, listen to that radio show. Just like how people were able to just find so much joy in the littlest things and how people were literally like hanging on like a thread, like a single thin thread of hope during World War One and World War Two, and just, you know, I think if I went through all of that and came out, like, I mean, of course, I'd be scarred. Um, <laughs> I'm just, like, feeling scarred as I read about that kind of stuff, 
but I think it would just make the littlest things like oh we can have sugar in our cake again just so beautiful and um, like when we went through this bad winter storm um, like a few months ago um, we lost power and a lot of stuff happened and it was just horrible and each day felt so long but I realized man like how fortunate are we to have television on a daily basis that we could turn on if we want to or how fortunate we are to be able to take you know nice warm showers and have clean water like thinking about how we could have those things you know sure we didn't have a lot of that stuff we pretty much didn't have any of that stuff for a few days but man was it good and it was perfect timing too because that was when literally like Lent was starting so I think that was like really good timing because that just shows you how God sees beauty and asceticism and how we can just you know offer up those things like oh I can take a cold shower today or I don't have to eat my dessert I can offer it up those type of things um, that make us small and make us humble and make us holy that I didn't even really think about beforehand. I mean, I I acknowledged that and I could see how beautiful and how good that was from the saints and things, but it was just that much more evident after I experienced that. So I think like World War II, like reading about World War I, World War II and the Cold War recently and just studying that and doing research on that has just like made me feel so fortunate. So Honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I would definitely go back to the past and go to post-World War II. And I'd probably want to be a girl in a boarding school in England, like a good boarding school in England, as weird as that sounds. Um, Probably because my family and I, mainly my mom, my sister and I, watched this show called Mallory Towers. And it's on BYU TV, so if you have a Roku... You could get it on. You could just download that um, app, and you should be able to like maybe make an account. I'm not sure exactly how it worked, but um, there is a show called Mallory Towers. It was it's actually based off of a book series, um, but it takes place post World War II in the English countryside, and it's this girl named Daryl Rivers, and she goes and tries to have like a new start at this new school and um it's this boarding school for girls um and I really liked like all the teachers and the head mistress and everything well like the head lady um like the lady that was like in charge kind of like the president type lady of the school she was like she had such a really good personality like she was super understanding and I loved how the main character had these flaws and had these struggles that she was trying to overcome and that she was able to really overcome that with the help of others and, you know, through the school and such. So it was such a good show and it was only, they only had one season. So we like flew by that (laughs) that show, like all of the episodes, just like, yeah, we kind of binged them. Um, But they we did look on imdb and they have a green light on for season two so i'm really hoping that 
season two comes out soon. I'm also hoping that season two, um, I, I honestly, I know it's not going to come out until like, I don't know, like maybe I want to say like November, December, our time. I don't know. Because I think, um, I've mentioned on Creatures Great and Small to you guys before. Um, another reason why I want to move to the countryside, (laughs) that show alone can just show you why. Um, but they are, I think they're actually working on season two right now, but I'm pretty sure it comes on, like it airs in the UK before it airs on PBS in the, in America. So I'm just, although I know that it's going to be like coming like at the end of the year or at the beginning of like next year, um, I'm just hoping that time will come by faster because I want to watch that show so badly. And that also takes place, I think it takes place like post-World War One. So again, that show just like really made me just see beauty in the littlest things, you know, and just animals and the countryside and, um, and just be able to see beauty in just so many different things. Um, so again, I would definitely pick moving to the countryside and if I could I would love to visit the past and see what life was like when things were just kind of simpler yes things were extremely hard but honestly I would want to go through that because I feel like it would help me to just be able to appreciate life and the littlest things so much more so I know that was an extremely long answer but I would definitely go and visit the past um I'm going to kind of like skim through this and see which ones. Okay, this is an interesting question. Okay, would you rather talk to animals or speak every language? Honestly, that's hard. Um, I'm not, I mean, I'm, I'm an animal person, but I'm not like a huge, huge animal person where I'd want to talk to animals. I think it's just kind of sweet that even though there's just kind of like this barrier, you like you can't really talk to an animal. There's still like there's just a really cute, sweet relationship between a human and an animal. I just think it's so beautiful, um, and I just think it's sweet and just good in itself. I don't think I've ever felt the desire. I mean, maybe I felt the desire. Honestly, I've probably felt it a few times with like my cat and my my cats and my dog. I think it would be really cool to be able to communicate with them if I could but honestly as I mentioned before I am forever wonderless so I think it would be extremely helpful to be able to speak every language like even if I don't get to go to a lot of countries and like speak the language I know like I think it would still be cool to be able to speak every language honestly and it's so cool how there's so many different languages and how I mean some are very similar and some are just so different and so unique and it's just really cool to think about how that that's how an entire country like communicates like we think about like oh English like that's something we've just always had but it, it is a really hard language to learn if that's not your first language so I think it's just really cool to be able to it would just be really cool to be able to like speak every language so I would definitely choose speak every language um Let's see. I think I'm going to answer like one or two more questions because 
you know, um, I have to go to school. It's it's Wednesday morning, and I'm I'm doing this just as a fun little thing to do because I've been overworking myself a ton on school and it's adding a lot of stress and pressure to me. So I'm like, what if I do something fun in the morning, um, before I do school? That kind of gets me in a good mood and maybe I'll be more motivated to get things done. So, you know, even though I'm kind of procrastinating, I mean, it's okay. (laughs) Um, This is an interesting question. Would you rather meet your great-grandparents or meet your great-grandchildren? That's extremely hard. Um, I have been fortunate enough to meet um, one, because you know how, like, you have, like, two sets of great-grandparents. It's like, I have two sets of your because like my um I've been able to meet my Nana's parents um they're still alive but they're very old and just please pray for them because their health has been really bad um something bad happened yesterday like we had like my Nana experienced something very difficult for her just like being able to see her mom like that um and my mom even was facetiming her grandma on my great-grandmother and it was just very sad um I was like a lot of tears yesterday so just like please keep my great-grandmother in your prayers and even my great-grandfather um he's in a lot better of a state because he doesn't have dementia but he's still very old and doesn't eat very much um but he, they're, they're just like the sweetest couple I've ever met. And it's such a blessing that I've been able to meet them. Um, and I've also been able to meet my dad's grandparents, which are my grandma's parents. Um, they are just, they're the sweetest. Um, I just, I loved, you know, anytime we would go up and visit them. Like I loved just talking to them and just like, um, because my great-grandpa, like, he always had golf on, so anytime I see golf on TV, I think of him, um, and it's, they were just such a sweet couple, again, like, there's something, something about just really old couples that are just going through so much, that are just so, so, like, still so in love with each other, and still so, just, maybe they're not physically strong, but they're, like, strong in terms of, like, you know, being there for each other and it's just like the sweetest thing ever so I've been able to meet them but I was not able to meet both of like my grandfather's parents because they died so I was never able to meet them um and I was able to go through like we have a whole huge bin of stuff that my grandparents my nan and papa brought down um like months ago of just my great-grandmother's stuff, um, and I was actually almost named after my great-grandmother, and I'm actually wanting to name one of my daughters after my great-grandmother, because what's crazy is we have, we seem to have, like, so much in common, um, I actually wanted to be a dietitian, um, she became a dietitian, I decided that, um, that's just not where God was calling me, but I still love studying um, nutrition and health, and I did enough of my research to know, like, a lot of stuff. Um, Of course, I'm not, like, a professional in any way, but I just found the whole topic very interesting, and I will continue to look up 
about that and research that because I feel like nutrition is just so important. Um, and I just think it's really cool because when I was actually thinking about becoming a dietitian, um, you know, my papa mentioned that, hey, your great grandmother was a dietitian. And so it was really cool to just go through her stuff and we seemed to have like a lot in common and I just loved all of her pictures with her friends and, um, and my great-grandfather, he's just so handsome. And we have this picture of my great-grandmother and my great-grandfather um, during World War II when he must have been home temporarily. And it's just like the most, it's, a, it's such a 40s photo. It's like something out of a film. I love it. Um, honestly, if I would definitely want to meet them. I'm not kidding. Like, I think it would just be the sweetest thing to meet them because, uh I just love them, um, and it feels like I've been able to know so much about them through these pictures, through the letters of her, I mean, the letters that people wrote to her, or the letters that she wrote to people, um, it's just the sweetest thing ever, honestly, um, and it's crazy how you could just go through a person's belongings and never have met them, but just be able to gather so much about what they might have been like and it's just really amazing because I'm like oh my goodness I'm related to this person I was almost named after this person um so honestly I look up to my great-grandmother even though I was never able to meet her and I just think it's so cool that I have her belongings like some of her belongings um I would my um Papa was letting me like keep one of her like aprons so you like can tie around the waist one of those old school type ones so I just think it's so cool that I have like little we have like little things um to remind us of people who went before us that we were related to that is just like really special to me so I would love to meet my great grand my great grandparents. Honestly, I think it would be just so special to meet my great grandchildren and I just hope and pray that if I get married and have children that I will live long enough to be able to do that. Like, you know, my great grandparents, like some of my great grandparents were able to because I think it's just the coolest thing ever because like I've been fortunate enough to meet my great grandparents. Um you know, both of my grandmother's parents and that are still alive. Um so I just hope and pray that I would be able to meet my great-grandchildren. I don't know. But honestly, if anything, I would want to meet my great-grandparents because, you know, they lived through World War II, World War One, And like I said, I find that as horrible as that time was, I think it's just it made me learning about it, like really learning about it, investing my time in it, made me realize how fortunate I was. And... I really just think the time period is very, very interesting. Um, so I feel like I would definitely want to meet my great-grandparents, like especially my um, papa's parents that I seem to have like this weird connection towards. And, you know, if I go to heaven one day and they're there I think it would just be so cool you know <laughs> so definitely I would definitely want to meet my great-grandparents that I was not able to meet um but I just realized how blessed I am to be able to meet my like some of my great-grandparents so that's something that I 
didn't really see when I was little, but the older I get, I realize that I'm so fortunate that I'm be that I'm able to like actually like talk to these people who went through so much. Um and I cannot tell you like how inspiring they are because it's like they again they have gone through so much but yet they're still going and their love for each other is just so strong like goals guys goals so I just I love them and you know our family and I'm sure like every family can be messy at times um stuff happens you know like arguments happen and people don't always get along, and families can be messy, and I know I've experienced that, and, you know, other people in my family have experienced that, but I think that it's still really special that we're all related, and we're all, like, a big family, even if we don't ever see each other, or don't really get along um it's just the thought of like a family is just so beautiful um and I think I'm very fortunate that I've been able to meet certain family members that have been around for a long time that have been through a lot because again it's just like those type of people that make me realize how fortunate I am and how like you know make me realize that's the type of relationship that I want like years from now you know like I hope to be like them like really old still alive still going um and still so in love with my spouse and just so proud of my children and where they've come you know and my great-grandchildren and all that kind of stuff and my grandchildren like I you know I just think it's just so beautiful to think about that you can just see different generations so I would I know this is like a super long answer, but I just get sentimental about little things like this. So I would definitely want to meet my great grandparents, especially my grandpa's parents, because like I said, I have like this really interesting connection with them. And I had to write a paper about, um, I think it was like, it was, I can't remember the, the style of the paper, but I actually wrote a paper about how World War II affected children, um, like, the effects that it had on children, um, whether it went to, like, their nutrition, like, how their health, um, their, like, physical health, their mental health, you know, how it affected children, because it's like, okay, what would, what would it be like if I was living during that time, and it was particularly in England, though, because I was trying to be as specific as I possibly could, um, and, I, and it was kind of a broad topic, if you know what I mean. So I kind of talked about, like, the Blitz um, and stuff like that. And that was also when I was reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. So I also found that quite fitting. Um, but at the beginning, I wrote this little narrative. I wrote this little short, short little, like, I don't know, maybe like two, three sentence um, narrative of you know, like, it was just, like, me describing what was going on in that picture I told you guys that I just love, this very 40s of my great-grandparents, um, to really just draw the reader in and make them, like, okay, here's the 40s, um, so it was really cool to be able to just, just to take a photo, um, that meant a lot to, like, my family and 
create a story from it um and kind of feel like like what was happening before they took that photo or what was happening when they took that photo or after that photo so it was really cool to be able to just like write about that um and I think it's just really special that God has given people like the ability to like look at something and get inspiration from it it's just so cool and I didn't even realize that but now that like I'm writing more and more and have I have seen my style change so much over the past year and just realize how much I am learning um I don't even realize how much I get just inspiration from just so many different things and you know a person could look at a picture and like we could look like two people could look at a picture and get and write a story about what was happening in that photo and it could be completely different if you know what I mean we talked about that in my writing class last week we all were supposed to in class we were all supposed to listen to a song and we were supposed to like write maybe write down a little like short snippet of a story that you know we could um you know, I guess kind of feel from the music, if you know what I mean, um, and some of us, and then they were like, okay, does anyone want to share, and so I ended up sharing mine, and it was like about the beach, but then someone else shared theirs, and it was about the jungle, and another one shared theirs, and it was about being in a cafe, and I cannot tell you how different those are, all, how different like each of those locations are, but they each little story was so beautiful and so unique in their own special way so I think it's just so cool that God allows us to have our own voice our own like writing voice and our own style that we could even get inspiration from the same thing like and we might have this fear of copying someone else but you're never going to be able to do that because you're always going to add your own kind of flair to things so that's something I'm realizing as a writer because I was like really worried that I was going to be copying other people as I was working, you know, planning out my short story for the first time. And then, you know, when we talked about that, I realized, no, like, sure, I can get inspiration and feel inspired by a certain author's style, but I'm going to have my own style, my own voice. I'm not going to be deeply influenced by that because God gave me my own voice, if you know what I mean. So... I just think it's really interesting how we're able to do that. I'm so sorry that I got off on like a random tangent, but you know. Also, I wanted to say something that I feel like is essential because my show is called Sip Tea with Allie, like Sip Tea with Allie, um, and I haven't really sat down and sipped tea while talking to you guys. But today, I'm going to be drinking quite a bit of tea because today is National Tea Day. And I cannot be more excited. <laughs> I know it's it's just so random, but it's it's National Tea Day. Um, and I did not know this until a friend messaged me about it. And I was like, oh my goodness. So now I have an excuse to drink a lot of tea today. And it's been quite a while since I've had several cups of tea a day like I've been having one cup of tea a day or maybe I think like yesterday I didn't even have any I had a cup of like decaf coffee instead I, I was feeling like a little rebellious if you know what I mean <laughs> I wanted a little bit of change um but no I'm gonna be drinking tea today I am determined to drink tea today so happy national tea day um this is recorded on a Wednesday normally I 
my phone just cut out because it decided that it wanted to give me a notification and it wouldn't let me clear it. So <laughs> anyways, um, happy National Tea Day. Um, I, As I said, I was, I'm recording this on a Wednesday and normally I upload it on Thursday or like Wednesday night. So that way when people like see it in the morning kind of situation, but I'm probably just going to post it now because I have a lot of things to do. This is going to be like a busy week, especially like this weekend, but I'm so excited for stuff that's going on this weekend. I think it'll make this what I think is a really bad week. Um, Maybe I can like turn that around, (laughs) make something good out of it. Like I said, I want to be able to appreciate the little things, you know, and just realize how fortunate I am and thank God for that. So, you know, it's crazy how it took a winter storm and learning about world wars and the cold war to make me like really really realize that and even like going through like a a really um long stressful day this week um on monday because i was literally in a testing center for like five hours it was very draining (laughs) so like it's kind of interesting how there's different things that can just weigh us down or make us tired or even just make us like learn some sort of like cool lesson from so um you know I guess when you're if you're listening to this on a Thursday it wouldn't be national tea day but if you're listening to this on the day that I publish it Wednesday then happy national tea day and you can pretend that national tea day is on Thursday if you want (laughs) um just go and drink tea and if you need a good tea latte recipe contact me um I can hook you up with a really good earl grey latte so if you have earl grey tea on hand this is gonna be good if you don't you can do this with black tea as well um it's just so good and I can also tell you the traditional way that my great great grandmother from England made tea um that I still drink it this way usually if I'm having this English breakfast tea I drink it the way that she made it so if you're wanting some fun different tea recipes or just kind of different ways to doctor up your tea contact me um i'm Allie the tea girl um so thank you so much for listening in on sip tea with Allie i hope you guys have an amazing rest of your week and enjoy sipping that tea